0: Vince, we heard from the two head coaches moments ago from Michael Wolford, the fifth-year head coach here at Goshen High School, and certainly uh, the veteran Ron Heklinski, the Hall of Famer uh, for our cavemen. Uh, your thoughts on their commentary and their thoughts?
1: Well, it, you know, it, it, I always enjoy watching young kids uh, play. And it, by young kids, I mean freshmen, sophomores, when they get a chance to, you know, participate when the lights are the brightest. And uh, no pun intended since then we got spotlights going for the uh, starting lineups here. But... Uh, I, he, they're starting one freshman and two sophomores. And uh, I, I'm, I'm excited to see how they play against this tough, physical Mishawaka defense and, and what they bring to the table. And that's been, you know, Goshen's issue kind of, you know, from a scoreboard standpoint, putting points on the board. And, you know, I love what Mishawaka does defensively. So it's going to be fun to see how these young kids respond to that.
0: To echo on those numbers, offensively, the k men are averaging 61 points per game while giving up 53 and a half meanwhile Goshen is averaging just 48 and a half right. points per contest compared to giving up 55 per game the Reds, the Red Hawks rather almost at Redskins the Red, <laughs> Red <laughs> Hawks are five and nine the cavemen nine and one they are the hottest team in the NLC and continue to control their own destiny here in the NLC starting lineups now brought to you by Mishawaka Barnaby's still at the corner of Great and Edison and Mishawaka. Mishawaka Barnaby says thank you for your continued support, and they look forward to seeing you soon at the new Barnaby's of Granger coming soon. Starting lineup, first for the visiting cavemen, they will go with Maddox Yohi, Trent Johnson, Devon Parker, Brendan Williams, and Caleb Williams. Kind of the normal team. Yeah, five. I think they kind of settled in on that five for, for sure. For Coach Ron Heklinski. Meanwhile, the Red Hawks, Goshen will go with Drew Hogan, the 5'9 junior, who averages 15.5 points per game. Deacon Hill and Quinn Bechtel are a sophomore tandem that averages 13.5 and and 8 points per contest, uh, uh, respectively. Gage Worthman he is a 6'3 freshman, and Blake Weiss is a 6'5 senior. He is the only uh, senior starter, only two seniors on this Goshen roster, and we are underway. Red Hawks will open up in a 2-3, almost like a 1-3-1 zone that rotates, but right now a 1-2-2 zone as it uh, motions from left to right as the caveman as we describe it, shooting at the near basket as they go left to right. Trent Johnson with a jump pass out to Brennan Williams, and Williams was nowhere near that pass as the uh, zig instead of Zag took place and on the opening possession against that Goshen uh, turno- or rather Goshen zone, a turnover on the caveman.
1: Yeah, and it was uh, a very uh, aggressive attacking kind of it was almost a mix between man to man and zone. I think they might have dropped into a man to man after a while, but either way, uh, you're right. (laughs) They used to walk a zig when they should have zagged Then just threw the ball away back into the backcourt. Weiss with it, deep to the left side to Bechtel. Center floor now, dribble drive by Hogan.
0: Kicks in the corner, the catch and shoot by Worthman is up and swish. Three-pointer up, three-pointer good, and
1: Goshen on the home court leads it 3-0. Well, there you go. I said I wanted to see the young kids play. That's the freshman for you, putting it in from deep in the corner.
0: Off to the far left side on the foul line extension. Williams gets it from Yohe. Now lob pass on the left point. It is Trent Johnson. Ball fakes, dribbles, pull up 14-footer. Remy no, rebound pulled down by Goshen. Cleared out by Worthman, the freshman. He'll outlet it near side to Hogan. Hogan races up the near sideline just underway, first quarter. Red Hawks look to add to their 3 0 lead. A little stretching man to man defense there by the Cavemen and Brennan Williams. Out center floor to Bechtel. Bechtel bounce pass. Right wing, three ball launched by Hogan, way off the mark. No air ball went out of bounds, so possession to the caveman. When we mentioned Bechtel, for a lot of you high school basketball fans who've been around, that is the son of former head coach Brian Bechtel. I was going to say, that
1: name sounded very familiar. He
0: was here 17 years as the head coach, had a had a great run, and a well, well-respected coach and former Bethel pilot. Center floor, Yohee Dribble drives. Bechtel, by the way, is the assistant principal here now at Goshen High School. Right wing. Williams looks center floor to Devon Parker. Fakes left, goes right, runs. Throws up the runner up and good. Nice move. Wow. And nice soft touch by Devon Parker to make this a 3-2 Goshen lead.
1: It really was. It was almost look like he was a little bit out of control, and he's kind of threw it up there, but nothing but the bottom of the net. So apparently he knew what he was doing. He
0: threw a great Kyle Hendricks change up into the net That's there. Bounce right. pass off right side. Hill gets it for Bechtel. Ball fakes. Ball fakes throws up a prayer for three. No. Bechtel, weak side rebound and the reverse layup back to the right is good. Good move by the sophomore Quinn Bechtel. He's got two, he averages eight, and it's 5-2 Goshen with the early lead. Yohi off foul on extension left. Goes center floor to Williams now. Williams penetrates on the dribble. Gives it back out right side to Trent Johnson. Johnson against the man-to-man defense. Now switching things up a bit. Almost a matchup zone on Johnson. And a little stutter step. You hear the whistle in the background by one of our officials. He traveled on Trent Johnson. Speaking of the officials, men in stripes tonight, Mr. Tim Hammond, Mr. Nicholas Mark, and Mr. Mark McCammon. Some veterans who have done this once or twice.
1: Yeah, just a few times. You start to recognize faces, even from a broadcasting standpoint. I recognize all three of these guys.
0: And if I don't say something nice about Mark McCammon, he's likely to throw me out of my first high school softball game I see him this spring in, so I better, I better be on my best behavior. Absolutely. Heel, handoff to Hogan, tries to work left, goes back right, gives it, and a three ball up and good by Worthman. Werthmann's second trade, and the
1: 8-2 early lead for Goshen. Well, it's been—it's becoming very, very clear. You do not leave the freshman open from beyond the arc. He—he he gets a little bit of a crease of daylight. He's two for two from back there.
0: Yo, he gets it from Parker as the Cavemen go left, to right, and/or shooting at the near basket. Here we're in a very unusual left corner perch, if you will, on the uh, current four quarter of the Cavemen. Now, dribble drive by Brendan Williams, dribbled it off his foot, retained the possession, got the loose basketball, and put it up and in. Good strong move to the glass with the left hand on the right side, and Brendan Williams makes this an eight-four Goshen lead. Backcourt pressure now. It will be Bechtel working it across the center circle, puts on the brakes right shy of the timeline. Now goes to Hogan, left hash mark. Hogan back to Bechtel, 4.27 first quarter, 8-4 with the 2-for-1 lead for Goshen. Dribble drive. Hogan bounce past the paint, nothing there. Back outside to Bechtel against the K-band man-to-man. Hill. Dribble trying to penetrates rather against Parker. He's cut off with good defense there by Devon. Jump pass on the motion offense. Bechtel, touch pass back outside. It goes to Wees. Back out to Hogan who'll fire the three and get it.
1: Once things settle down, yeah. Goshen did a great job of the ball movement. Well, that, yeah, I was going to say, that, that was a great possession there by Goshen. They, they tried a couple of different things. It didn't work. They were able to bring it back out, set it back up, and they finally found the open shot in the corner, and they only took one shot on that possession and nailed it.
0: Devon Parker, to Yohe, pulls to the free throw lane, throws up an air ball, saved by Williams, who will knock it off the kneecaps of the... Underneath rebounder, that would be Gage Worthman, the freshman, and a big possession saving play there for Mishawaka.
1: They'll get it in their four-court baseline left. Well what a big play. What a well yeah, what a huge hustle play because it saves the possession after a not so great four shot there at the beginning of the possession.
0: Now Trent Johnson gets it from Yohe down 7, 11 4 We're at the 335 mark here in the opening period. Dribble penetration, good strong move to the glass, but got the shot a little short under the hoop. Missed by Caleb Williams. Rebounded by Hogan. Here come the Red Hawks off to the right side. It is Bechtel. Dribble penetrates. Scoop pass out left side. Now dribbling the lane. Hogan gets bumped, gets fouled, and then throws up a prayer. No good. But then, wait a minute. They're going to say an illegal.
1: They're going to call it travel. Screen?
0: actually a travel. It's a travel. Okay.
1: Yeah, they call it travel and. I I don't know about that call, to be honest with you. It looked like he got bumped by Trent Johnson, but hey, if you're a Cape Man fan, you'll take it and because you're trailing 11-4, to 4, you need as many offensive possessions as you can get right about
0: now. he Williams to Williams to Johnson, left to the paint underneath. Brendan Williams bustles up the end against his defender, Jordan Williams, who just checked into the combination, and Brendan Williams with a couple of big baskets under the hoop, and it's 11-6 now. Goshen's lead is
1: fine. Well, that's a matchup that is going to want to exploit. Williams is doing a great job down low, and I don't know that Goshen has anybody that can really match up with his physicality on the block.
0: Bechtel back out center floor to but Now Hogan with the basketball. Looking right, going right to Bechtel. Bechtel on the baseline right. Gives it underneath the hill. Backs his way in. Double team. Little scoop pass out to a wide open Hogan. Launching the tray. Missing the three from three. And the rebound down to Trey Johnson. He'll push down the floor. Two on four. Long layup bounce pass underneath. Kayla Williams misses. Got too far under the basket. Yeah. And then a pushing foul underneath on the rebound. Oh wow. And it's going to be against Goshen. A couple of substitutions. Way to enter the basketball game. The foul on Goshen and Gage, Gage Worthman. 6'3 freshman picks up his first foul. Games first, teams first. 2.27 in a very briskly moving first quarter. really is. 11 6 in favor of the home team. Substitution, Red Hawks will bring. Isaac Zawatsky into the combination. I believe we saw him during the football season when we were here. That sounds familiar. Inbounds, Walker. Trent Johnson wing right. Center floor, Devon Parker. Parker swings at left point to Yohe. Looks inside, nothing there. Back outside to Parker. Parker looks for the entry dribble and or bounce pass. Now topside gives to Trent Johnson a long-range three. Too strong at the back iron. Rebound by Sicario Thomas, who's just checked in. He'll take it strong into the glass. Running layup, no. Trent Johnson over the back. Just reaching over with a good checkoff by the Goshen rebounder, Jordan Williams, and Trent Johnson, guilty for his first foul and his caveman team's first. 8 first quarter. Again, our starting lineups tonight brought to you in part by Mishawaka Barnabies. Entering tonight, Mishawaka, 9-1 of the season, 3-0 in the NLC. Goshen, the home team, 5-9 and 1-3 in league play. Backcourt inbounds comes to Quinn Bechtel. Bechtel, 5-11 and a 10th grader. Bounce pass, hash mark right to Hill. Center floor. And the Williams will swing it right side to Bechtel. Lob pass on the baseline. Backing in, Hill double-team, triple-team. Steps in with a little floater up in in. Deacon Hill with a nice move, averaging almost 19 per game. 13-6, a touchdown lead for Goshen, and the baseline move by Sicario Thomas. But you hear the whistle and the stoppage of play by Tim Hammond.
1: Yeah, they're going to call that one on the floor, too. It looked like he was heading towards the basket. But they're going to say that that foul occurred before he put the shot up. So common foul
0: inbounds. That Red Hawk foul is the second on the squad. First on Sawatsky. Common foul inbounds. But first, Mishawaka will go with Rashawn Johnson into the combination. Give it a little breather for Trent Johnson with 100 ticks, 100 seconds. One minute, 40 seconds remaining first quarter. Inbounds. The younger Johnson hands it outside left wing. To Yohee. they'll reset the offense. Thomas, out left to Parker, dribble drive, and then a foul on the dribble drive down the
1: middle of the lane. I tell you what, yeah, maybe there was a foul there, maybe there wasn't, but I tell you what, <clears throat> even though that foul went against Goshen, that saved him because that was a heck of a drive and a dish for a wide open layup that, man, I don't know if that, that, that foul hurts Mishawaka right now. Inbounds, Yohe gets it works hard, gets to
0: the basket, running right side, floater up, no, rebounded by Goshen, Hill controls it, gives to Hogan, Hogan runs it up the floor now, outside to Hill, deep left side, Hill, dribble penetration, lobs in the lane, ball knocked away from Weiss, but saved, center floor to Hogan, a minute 10 to go, first quarter of action, 13-6, Goshen with the lead they've led throughout. In the corner left, Hill, gives it to Sawatsky, tries to dribble, penetrate, good defense by Sicario Thomas. Thomas outside of Hogan. Hogan gives it Hill. Outside the NBA range, he'll still hit the three. Deacon Hill with a good step and a half behind the arc. Nails the triple. Yeah. And it's a 10-point Goshen lead on their home floor. 16-6 at 46 seconds to go first quarter. Deep left side. It is Parker outside the arc. Goes center floor to Sicario Thomas. Now to Rashawn Johnson. He'll dribble, penetrate. Now backs it off to Yohe on the right side. Now Brendan Williams muscles it inside. And going to be called for the offensive charge. I'm not sure Weiss was set, but there was enough of an exclamation point on that muscle move by yeah. by Williams that forced the official under the basket to call the offensive player control foul. His first, tough. His first team
1: second. Yeah, that, that's tough. And uh, I guess when, when everything's going a- away from you and everything everything's going Goshen's way, it just continues that way even with that foul call. And that was just, in my opinion, that was just Williams just being strong underneath, being physical. But he gets the foul anyway. Foul against the
0: Cayman gives the possession back to Goshen. At 30 seconds of counting here in our first period of play. dr with the basketball, little sloppy pass is stolen by Devon Parker as he steps into the passing lane with an easy lay-in on the steal and score for his fourth point. 16-8 now, down to 13 seconds on the backcourt inbounds. Here comes the Mishawaka press now, double-team. Hogan gets it away in time to Worthman. gets it back to Hogan at 7. Hogan, races oh. up the floor through a double-team, falls down, lobs it up the floor to Yohi. Yohi will get the layup up and good right at the horn.
1: Oh, they're but saying they're it's say no good. are gonna he did
0: not get rid of the ball in time. Oh, man. The outside officials had the full view of the court. The underneath official was ready to count it, but the outside official called it no good, saying he was still touching the ball oh. when the buzzer sounded, so wipe out those two points on the lay-in. That's so
1: after eight minutes, I was going to say, that's where you wish you had video replay because I think he got it off personally. It looked like it was going off the backboard when that red light hit. But again, you got to take the referees' opinion. They got a better angle than we do. So
0: eight minutes are in the books here, and an eight point Goshen lead on the home floor. Red Hawks 16, Mishawaka, 8. You're in two with Mishawaka High School Boys Basketball powered by Midland Engineering, a 96 1 WSBT, the sports leader. We turn the page to quarter number two along with Vince Daddario, I'm Brian Miller. After one period of play, Goshen on the home court leading 16 to eight. And they came in with their third steal and four possessions. Zakario Thomas picked the pocket of Workman at midcourt, but then as Workman had to back up against the, the dribbling penetration of Zakario, he took it away and Goshen re-steals the basketball. They'll set up the offense now just underway in period two. Bechtel with it, out right wing, and then slipping and falling down, but thanks to a push from Maddox-Yohi, a foul whistled against the caveman. Hey, a couple of updates for you on the U.S. Signcrafters School Board in the Northern Lakes Conference over in Dunlap. Wawa Wawasee leads Concord. Warriors 11-7 leaders mid-second quarter in the NIC at Jimtown Elkhart. Having their way with the Jimmys 24-6 early second period and just underway in period two at Marion High. The Knights lead Washington 18-9. Here it is Goshen, 16-8 leaders. Mishawaka JV was a victor in the preliminary game tonight. Now Bechtel gets a wide-open layup try on the left side with a good screen and clear-out move, but then he missed the layup as it was blocked
1: by Trent Johnson. Vince, your thoughts on the first eight minutes? Well, you know, just from a body language standpoint and from a play standpoint, if I didn't know who these teams were coming in, I said, hey, one of these teams is on a nine-game win streak. You probably would think it was the team in white uh, right now. They're just playing with a lot of confidence. And and it's the young guys that are playing with the confidence. We got three pointers from two, three pointers from the freshman. We got a three pointer from the sophomore. Um, it's it's Go- the Goshen's having their way with it right now. Now Mission Walker's is going to have to claw their way back in with some defense. Freshman, six, seven,
0: freshman Ryan Eldridge checks in for Michael Wolford and the Red Hawks as they keep possession, working out right side the hill, fires up a long-range missile from three, misses everything, air ball rebound down to Mishawakin, Tommy Harriger, who's in the lineup to start this second period, outside feed Parker to Yohi three ball, no, rebound Herringer up and good, a little muscle on the inside never hurts, and particularly when you're trailing by eight, rebound basket makes it 16-10.
1: Well, and again, I think that's some place that Mishawaka can really dominate this game is down low. Even though Goshen has some big boys, I think Mishawaka's more physical. Hill, running
0: jumper left side from 15 feet, no good. Rebound Devon Parker, he'll push it up the sideline, down the right side of the lane. Running jump pass out to Yohi thought about a three, now goes to the dribble drive pulls up, leans in, tries to throw a scoop up prayer off the window Herringer somehow got the loose ball rebound goes up with a shot, stripped by Hogan and here come the Redhawks, Goshen on the push Hill off to the right side, dribble penetrates cut out there by Parker, back outside to Hogan, Hogan topside, Worthman from three, Remy no, rebound Herringer with a great job on the boards checking off the much larger Eldridge, Up the floor, Yohe gives the to Sicario Thomas, fakes right goes
1: left, dribble drive in the lane and a foul Late call, too. Very late. Very late call. I was was starting to wonder uh, when he went up because it looked like he got hacked, but it was such a late call. I didn't think they were going to call it. Substitution caveman will enter Jonah Amos, the
0: 6'1 senior, into the lineup has battled some injury problems earlier this year, and Mookie Ward speaking up, he has a knee issue that will probably hold him out of action tonight, and an ankle injury continues to nag Arthur Jones, so he will not most likely see action this evening for the K-Ben. First free throw by Sicario Thomas. Wasn't well, that a great killer
1: crossover move on the fake right, go left. And you're not kidding. Goshen foul was on Worth, but yep. his second, which is why he's taking a seat right now. That's actually huge because uh, of the points that he's been able to garner up to this point, he's got, uh, what does he have? Sicario
0: Thomas misses the free throw, rebound, put up no good by Herringer and a foul underneath. Boy, Tommy Harringer has really come in and added some muscle and some intensity on that uh, on that key set of rebounds. They have uh, certainly been happy to see his output on the offensive glass in particular. They're gonna say a foul? Yeah, foul. Well, wait. On Sicario Thomas. Wow. I didn't see that one. Uh, not sure how that happened. His second, team's <laughs> fifth, or check that, yes, uh, team's third rather, team's third of the uh, half. Backcourt Bechtel back with the basketball racing up the center floor against Walker and Amos and a little reach-in foul on his numerical counterpart. Walker's 22 fouled Goshen's 22 and that will be the fourth foul against the caveman Jonah
1: Amos is first well it's funny because the uh the scores table had number 10 with their second foul and that would have been Goshen's number 10 second foul they are they had to change it as well so I think that fooled everybody in the gym
0: high lob on the inbounds it is Bechtel with it fakes left goes left with the dribble hands off now to Swatsky back out center floor to Hogan Hogan at center core Works it inside against Jonah Amos. Turns, leans in. Little right-handed floater. Swish. Nice move. Soft touch through Hogan. He's got his fifth point. And a stoppage in play. A timeout by Goshen and Coach Michael Wolford. They lead it with 5.15 to go in this first half. Goshen 18, Mishawaki 11. We're back after this on WSBT. more updates for you with high school boys basketball on this Friday night. WSBT on the U.S. Seinfrafter scoreboard at the break in Dunlap. C leading Concord 21-10. And at halftime, Elkhart on the road leading Jimtown 42-28. Timeout taken by Goshen. Yep. They certainly have had the momentum. Let it have 18, or rather let it 16-8 at the end of the first period of play.
1: Currently up by 7. Well, and I'll tell you what, every time Mishawaka kind of starts clawing back in, then, then Goshen goes down and gets a bucket. They were within five, uh, and then you got that bucket there uh, by Hogan, with, with a great little drive to the, uh, through the lane there and was able to put one down to extend that lead back to seven.
0: Up the floor is Devon Parker after the Goshen timeout. Goes to Trent Johnson, works right side, turns, spins with a left-handed hook shot. Nice soft touch by Trent Johnson. This first field goal of this basketball game makes it at five minutes before halftime, makes it 18-13, Goshen. Hogan racing up the floor against Devon Parker. Bounce pass right on the center circle. Goes to Hill. Hill with a little scoop hand off to Bechtel. Bechtel works it to the left point. Now right side. Gives it up to Swatsky. Back outside. Hogan faking. Dribbling. Driving. Triple teaming him. And the defense was able to get the rebound after the missed shot by Hogan. And it was controlled by Sicario Thomas. Thomas up the floor to Trent Johnson. Johnson off the left side of Parker. Parker to Johnson. Johnson free throw line. Book it. Trent Johnson with that. Oh, so soft touch and quick pull-up jumper right at the free throw line. He nails it, makes
1: this a three-point ball game at 18-15 now, Goshen still leading on the home court. Well, even though that was just outside the paint, and Mishawaka still trails this game by three, but they're dominating points in the paint right now, 12 to six. That's someplace they really need to focus on, I think. Bechtel's bounce pass, they on the floor by Devon Parker and knocked out of bounds.
0: Substitutions cave in, in maroon, Tommy Herrigo will take a chair. 6'5 freshman had some good minutes here to start this second oh, yeah. period, and subbing back in will be Brendan Williams, and subbing also back in is sophomore Maddox Yohi. Yohi will check in for Caleb Williams. 4:09 till halftime. 18-15. Mishawaka trailing by three. Caveman looking for their tenth win in a row. That's just crazy. High lob on the inbounds goes to Hogan. Hash mark right side, right in front of the Caveman bench, and assistant Steve Sheltraw. His freshman playing well right now. Left point, dribble drive. Bechtol at four minutes toward the half. Dribble penetration left side, double team, Hill in trouble, turns, fakes, spins, jumps, shoots, force it up a bit, no good, rebound, Johnson and the caveman. Trent up the floor, through the center circle, top of the rings, he will now slow it down, bobble the ball, but kicks it out left side to Devon Parker. Parker holds it patiently, gives to Yohe, fakes the inside dribble drive, nothing there, reverse lob pass back out as Goshen switches things up to a little bit of a zone match now. Right side, good strong move. Trent Johnson misses. Rebound, Bradley Williams on the crowd. Put it up and in. What a great hustle play among three
1: white shirted Redhawks. Yeah, That's that was a great. I mean, Trent Johnson went up and he was triple teamed, which allowed uh, Williams on the other side to get a nice rebound. But then he went up through contact. I, I, that almost looked like a hoop and harm to me. One point,
0: Goshen lead now, 18 17. Deep right side. Double drive there by Hogan. Hogan, center floor, Sawaski gives to Beckel, dribbles in the paint, head fakes his defender in the air, misses the little bunny shot, and the rebound down to Trent Johnson. Johnson runs up the floor, left of the lane with the left hand up and good. Good head fake, got the defense just to pause momentarily, and Trent Johnson with a third, second-quarter field goal will get its first lead, and that will force Brian, or check that, Michael Wolford, to burn a timeout. Thank you to Brian Bechtel back in the old days. <laughs> so timeout, 249, second quarter. Tells I've been around too long. Our score, Mishawaka 19, Goshen 18. A timeout taken by the Red Hawks in 30-second break. We do the same on WSBT. Two more scores on the U.S. Seinfrafter scoreboard. They are at halftime on the south side of Mishawaka. Marion High, the host, versus south of Washington, Knights twenty eight. Panthers 15 to the break. Also early second quarter over in Walkerton. Undefeated South Bend, John Adams. The Eagles under coach Chad Johnston lead the Falcons 19-9. So after the Goshen timeout, Red Hawk basketball and the sophomore Quinn Bechtel will work it from right to left across the forecourt. Hashmark left side gives it up to Hill. 2.39 before halftime. Hogan faking, dribbling, driving out of control. Oh, got the defender moving a bit crashed into it really could have been an offensive charge or the defensive that was a coin flip and mark mccann comes out of the pile signaling a foul defensively on mishawaka that would be caleb williams first sixth on the team goshen guilty of four fouls here so far in the first half and at 235 to go before the break red hawks down by one right now drew hogan will shoot the first free throws of this game for the Red Hawks
1: to either tie or give his team the lead, and he'll nail the first one. Well, you mentioned the fact they're shooting over 70% as a team, but they only get to the line eight times a game on average, but that... You're shooting over 70% as a team. That is not where you want to put Goshen.
0: Drew Hogan actually right on 71%, as is the team at 71%, but he misses the second free throw. This one rims softly off no, and pulled down by Trent Johnson. in on the fast break. Now slow it down into the half-court offense in a 19-19 tie, just under 225 and counting here before halftime. Johnson to Parker. Parker back to Johnson. Now they'll kind of play cat and mouse against this 1-3-1 one, one zone as it rotates, and the running jumper left side missed by Yohee, rebounded by Beckel. Beckel behind the back with the dribble, lost the handle the basketball. Saved there to Worthman. Worthman out to Hill from three, he'll nail it. Boy, what a quick release by Deacon Hill. His second triple, his eighth point, and it's 22-19 at two minutes. Still halftime. Goshen regains the lead. Oh, yeah, and he's got kind of an unorthodox release, but he gets it off so quick, it's hard to get on him. Williams Strong moved down the middle of the lane against a double team of defense. Defended there by Goshen's Williams and Worthman. Let's see who the foul is against. I think they're going to call it on... Oh, actually, oh, wow. Gabe Worth, that's a big foul on the Goshen freshman, his third. He has a couple of... Three point is for six points on the output, but down by three, it'll send Mishawaka's Brendan Williams to the free throw line, where he has six points tonight, all from the floor, and the free throw by Williams is up and good. Cape is a team 65% free throw shooting team, 46% from the floor. From two point range, the Cavemen are hitting 49% and just 34% from Treyland. Second free throw is good. Cavemen have hit three points from the stripe to pull within one now. 22 21, a buck 50 to play in this first half. Backcourt, Yohe will pick up Drew Hogan, the junior. Dribbles it up the floor through the backcourt and now through the center circle. Hogan looking left, going right. Long bounce pass to Bechtel, at 100 ticks before the half. Bechtel doubles left-handed into the free throw circle area. Back outside to Hogan with the basketball. Hogan. double penetrates. pull up shot. Blocked by Williams, but a blocking foul down underneath on the defender. Williams had the block, but he was the help man. No contact there, but the pushing foul is on Maddox Yohi for the caveman. His second, and that is the seventh on the team, so one and the bonus the rest of the half
1: for the Red Redhawks. Yeah, and he's the first caveman to get into two fouls, uh, so not a lot of foul trouble so far for Mishawaka, even though they have more fouls as a team, but You know, Yohi, the only one with two.
0: The nifty free throw shooting, Drew Hogan, after hitting the first, has missed two in a row. And he will fire this one up and nothing but net. So two for four on the night there, and overall seven points for the Goshen Redhawk three-year starting point guard. A minute 22 ticking here before half. Aliouk passed by Yohi, was rejected back into his face by Hill. Wow, Yohi got away with a travel. Yes, he did. Wow, he got stuffed by Hill, went back on the dribble, and no... Illegal motion there, I guess, uh, by the officials on the outside and now Trent Johnson just takes things into his own hands and he'll just dribble around, <laughs> look for an opening, just very calmly put in the three-point shot to makes it a 24-23 K. lead. You got love his savviness on the floor. Hill, outside, right wing with a really soft shot. That rattled in, out, and out again and then back in for three. 26-24. Ball got away, which allowed a substitution, and Mishawaka will bring Sicario Thomas in for this final 45 seconds, and Maddox-Yohi will sub out with two fouls not wanting any more on the k band starting
1: guard. Yeah, 11 points on the night so far for Hill. He's been on fire from three. I mean, it can't leave him open because he's got such a quick shot. If you sag at all in help defense, he's gonna get that shot off. Trent Johnson, center floor, goes to Parker, down to Williams, feeds in
0: the lane. Double-team, Parker goes up with a shot, it's blocked, rebounded by Hogan. Hogan behind the back with a dribble, in the lane, shot put up, blocked by Williams, tapped up, no by Hill, rebounded by Johnson. Here come the caveman. Trent Johnson, two on two, down the lane, and the finger roll layup is good. Johnson with 11, all here in period two, and the caveman have knotted things up again at 26, with 16 seconds before halftime. Backcourt now, Quinn Bechtel. Michael Wolford, head coach for Goshen up, shouting some instructions from the bench. Now down to eight seconds. Drew Hill will back it up at five. Dribbles to the top of the circle. Gets a little uh, contact, but goes up for the running jumper. No, tapped up by Wolford, no, and we are at halftime. Our score at the break, as the k bounce back from a eight point deficit from an eight-point deficit at the end of one. They've knocked things here with three ties in period two, and we go to the locker room all even at 26. Here at the break, Mishawaka, 9-1 overall, 3-0 oh in the Northern Lakes Conference, tied up with 5-9, Goshen, the Red Hawks 1-3 in Northern Lakes Conference play again at the break. 26-26, Goshen and Mishawaka here in the Maple City. Stay tuned, our halftime report from the school city of Mishawaka's Education Foundation is coming up. We'll check scoring. We'll check statistics and more with Vince D'Addario. We'll have thoughts here on our first half of basketball on the keys to the second half of action. And most importantly, Matt Embry will be by with an update on the U.S. signcrafter scoreboard with high school basketball, some college hockey, and much, much more tonight. But an entertaining game here in the Maple City. Big road game. The first of three straight road games for this k band boys team. And here at halftime again, Mishawaka Goshen to tied at 26. Stay tuned. The halftime report is coming up next on WSB. We turn the page to quarter number three along with Vince Tedario. I'm Brian Miller, Matt Embryo, studio engineer. And the alternate possession here will give the visitors from Mishawaka the basketball to try to break this 26-knot, 26-26 tie begin the second half. Cavemen outscored the Redhawks 18-10 in period two after chasing an eight-point deficit at the end of one. Williams, Williams, Johnson, Yohe, and Parker on the floor on the jump shot. Treethel Lane by Brendan Williams. Missed by the Cavemen and rebound down to Goshen. Redhawks, as we described, go left to right here on the near side in our vantage point. Center floor, Hogan along with Hill, Bechtel, Worthman, and Weiss, the starting five also out there for Michael Wolford and Goshen, looking for their sixth win of the season, trying to snap a two-game losing streak. Center floor, Bechtel, little jump pass here in the corner, goes to Weiss, now Hill, jump pass in the corner, left side Worthman for three, right it down. Worthman started out red hot in the first quarter, and he's picking up to start off red hot in his third quarter. Red Hawks lead it on the home, four by three, 29-26. Yohe to Parker, Parker left side, now to Williams. Caleb Williams outside the arc with the basketball. Gives it up to Parker, double penetrates and gets a little bumping foul from the defender who got collided with by Parker and simply Hill was shuffling the feet but not set. And he will pick up his first foul and the team's first here in half number two.
1: But you'd love to see I would love to see a little bit more of an aggressive play against Hill. Let's try to get him in a little bit more foul trouble because right now he's the leading scorer for the Red Hawks. So let's get him, let's give him something else to think about on the defensive end. Inbounds, deep right side. He goes down Devon Parker, center circle.
0: Dribble penetrates, hands it off in the free throw circle. Williams, double team. Caleb goes into the right corner to Yohe. Back outside to Parker. Again, just underway here in period three. 29-26. Goshen with the lead deep left point. Outside the arc, Trent Johnson fakes, dribbles, drives, pull up, 15-footer swish. What a soft touch, man. He had 11 points and half all in the second quarter when he scored those points, and now with 13 on the night, he averages just under 23. 29-28 now, 6 third quarter, right in front of the foul line, or the rather the scores table in the foul reporting area. Bechtel. Flipping the paint, Hill, dribble drive, out to Weese, left-hander, Swish. Weese with a little pull-up jumper from 17, his first points, and it's 31-28, lead back up to 3 for Goshen. Six minutes to go, third period. It is Johnson with the basketball, looking to the left side, hands it off to Mattachiohe. Ball fakes, dribbles right. Tied up defensively with a good play there. Outlets to Brendan Williams. Center floor now to Trent Johnson. Johnson clears some space with the elbow. Outside to Caleb, out of Brendan. Turning, spinning, jumping, shooting. Left-hander misses. Brendan Williams over the back. frustration fishing foul as he missed the little layup. And a good job of checking out there by the Red Hawk defender, Deacon Hill. Brandon Williams foul number two on the night. Teams first of the half. Substitution, Sicario Thomas will check in. He'll sub in for Caleb Williams. And possession, Red Hawks, a five second violation. Actually, no, they're going to say a travel because the inbounds was given to. Hill who walked with the ball and certainly there's a rule when you can walk with the ball or when
1: you cannot. You can only walk with the ball after a made basket and that was obviously not the case. It was a foul situation. Inbounds on a little post-up move left
0: the lane and a quick trigger off the glass and in. Brendan Williams all around the basket has his 10th point. 31-30. Lead at one for Goshen. They have possession. Bechtel. Dribble drives, gets a screen, works inside, gets his defender up in the air, put it up and in and a foul. Trent Johnson got the head fake. He bit on it. Quinn Bechtel puts the jumper up and in for his fourth point, his second field goal. He'll hit a, or he'll shoot a free throw rather here. Looking for the old fashioned three point play. That was a great head fake that got the, the senior up in the air on the fake. Free throw, Bechtel, too strong,
1: no. Rebound, Mishawaka, Sicario Thomas. Well, and it wasn't even one of those hard fouls. It was just he was in the air, and gravity did its thing, and he just kind of fell back down on the shooter, and the, and the basket went. So that's, that's just tough. And when you're a basketball player and you get up in the air like that, you're like, oh, man, what did I
0: do? Yohita Parker. Parker gives to Williams. Deep right point outside to Tread Johnson at five minutes, third quarter. Now Williams, dribble drive in the lane, puts the shoulder down. Going to be called for the offensive player, control foul. And that'll bring Ron Heglinski up off the bench to bring freshman Tommy Herringer back into the lineup.
1: Yeah, third foul there on Williams, and uh, so he's definitely going to take a seat, maybe even until the fourth quarter, and that's unfortunate because he's having a day on the offensive side. He's got 10 points, and that that might be darn close to a, a season high for him. So uh, it's unfortunate he has to sit the bench, but you can't have him in there with three fouls. Inbounds, Hill,
0: Hill, running out of time, and there's the five-second violation. Wow. And actually, I thought he traveled with the ball. because He was dragging that foot. He was big time. The official, though, was busy with the five-second count, and the turnover gives the ball back to Mishawaka. So turnover, Redhawks. They lead it by three at five minutes to go, third quarter, 33-30. In the paint, Yohi to Johnson. Dribble drives, ball knocked away. Somehow he retained it against a triple team of defenders. And then a reach-in foul
1: uh, after all the helter-skelter motion. Yeah, that's, that's tough, both, both teams going for the ball. and yeah, Those are the kind of fouls I really don't like. You, you, both teams are going for the ball, and there's a little bit of contact, and they call a foul. Quinn Bechtel's foul, his first team, second inbounds
0: on the alley tip-up, missed by Trent Johnson, he thought he got fouled, comes out of the crowd with his hands, kind of shrugging his shoulders going, why not a foul? Rebound to Goshen, Bechtel up the floor, looking left, looking right, now Hogan. Hogan in the paint, turning, looking for the backdoor, give, oh, and Hill, Cut to the basket right after. <laughs> Another ask. Hogan thought of it the yeah. zig over zag. The zig and the zag. <laughs> That's right. So turnover, Red Hawks. Goshen down, or rather up by three, and Mishawaka with the ball down by one possession there with the basketball. Up the floor, Yohi hands to Trent Johnson, works it to the left side, gives up a little flip pass to Devon Parker. Parker tries to dribble the lane area, caught off defensively. Back out to Yohi, he'll dribble Close. in the lane, caught off defensively. Good D there by Weiss, outside to Parker, he'll launch up a 12-footer. No, rebound Sicario Thomas, knocked out of his hands by a Goshen defender, and actually a foul underneath for Crashy.
1: Yeah, they're going to call a foul here. And uh, maddox he's saying, hey, he was shooting. He was shooting. Let's get a let's get a shooting foul here. But they're going to say it was on the floor.
0: Goshen foul on Weiss, his first. Team's third of the half, each of the two teams guilty of three second-half fouls. We're at 4-11 to play third quarter. Inbounds, Herringer goes strong to the basket on the little inbounds motion play. They'll definitely get some shots here on that one. There is no doubt that Tommy Herringer... What's going up for that one? Herringer will shoot a pair. He has a basket early in period two. He had some good minutes off the bench in that second period. Kind of help the K-man whittle away that eight-point deficit and force a tie at halftime, which was 26-all. Curley's 33-30, Goshen. Leading by three, and now make it two as Herringer nails... The first of two free throw tries. Substitutions. Cape in Devon Parker, who actually goes in for a high five with Herringer. <laughs> and Isaac Sawatsky and Jordan Williams. Sawatsky, a 5'11 senior, just one of two 12th graders on the Goshen roster. Williams, a 6'2 junior, subs in
1: and the free throw missed by Herringer, rebound by Williams and the Red Hawks. I'll tell you what, Herringer got uh, a bunch of minutes in the JV game, so I was kind of wondering about his legs. And a
0: steal at midcourt. Sicario Thomas picks the pocket of Bechtel and goes right to left on the layup, up and in. Sicario Thomas with a steal and score, and we're knotted at 33. Backcourt, Bechtel races by two defenders. Into the forecourt, jump pass across the lane. Deflected, stolen by Herringer. Herringer throws it up the floor, over leads Yohe. Yohe saves to Tread Johnson. Johnson will get his feet set and then fire up the deuce for two. Little 14-footer and a timeout forced by Gosham. That will be a timeout, Michael Wolford, and the Red Hawks will burn a full timeout. We'll do the same, 3.33 to go third quarter. How about the Trazer Wild now? 3.33 third quarter, it's 35-33. Caveman on WSBT. Back here to the Maple City, and welcome to what what many years called the Wigwam. Was it really? We can't call it that now, I guess. No, not when it was the Goshen Redskins. I will say this. One thing I love, walking through the halls here when we arrived tonight, after the 48-minute train that we waited on just outside (laughs) the doors here tonight, Uh. however... Very cool little history corner they yeah. have honoring their Goshen Redskin nickname back to oh, so many okay. years. Very cool. Very, very, very touching. So after the timeout by Goshen, down by two, 35 33, the Redhawks go to work. They work at Hogan. Right side out to Beckel. Throws up a three, misses a three. Outlet rebound by Williams. Stolen by Sicario Thomas. He'll go for the dunk and he misses the slam dunk and the rebound to Goshen. And that will send Ron Heklinski's
1: blood up boiling. Oh, he's not happy. He is not happy over there. And I wouldn't I wouldn't be either in a game like this, man. Don't don't go for the flashy dunk. Just go for the easy layup. Get the And two. a bounce pass
0: by Williams, stolen away by Trent Johnson. He goes for the layup and misses the handle and loses it out of bounds. So I did notice it was a full moon last night.
1: Ooh, man. The tool
0: two desperately poor plays by the K-Men. That has their veteran head coach's blood just a boiling right now. A what? missed dunk and a missed layup, mishandling the ball,
1: maybe a little bit of showboating. Yeah, I don't even know if you can even call that one a shot. I mean, he didn't even have it uh, in control of it when he was going up. I think he was thinking, do I dunk it or yeah. do I lay
0: it in? Yeah, man. Because he sure rattled the rim the other night in the oh. final play of the game versus Northridge, which certainly got folks talking. Hill drives the lane, runner up off the glass. No, rebound Parker. LS to Tread Johnson. Here comes the K-man leading by two. Pull up three ball. Trent Johnson nails it. Trent Johnson.
1: When he is on the move and off the dribble, he is absolutely lethal. Yeah, 18 points for Johnson tonight. And uh, outside of that little gaff there under the basket on that turnover, uh, he has been absolutely on fire.
0: Lead is five, the largest of this game for Mishawaka. 38-33. Dribble drive. Bechtel. Dribbles left in the lane. Outlets it, not a hill. Hill, center floor at 2.05, third quarter. Hill, dribble drive, steps around the defender. Somehow he was able to work his way past Devon Parker, up and good. Nice move by Deacon Hill. He's a nice ball player, just a sophomore. 38-35, lead from five, cut to three, in a minute 50 here, third quarter deep right side. Sicario Thomas gives to Devon Parker, tries to dribble entry in onside, but good cutoff defense there by Williams for Goshen. Out center floor, finds Trent Johnson, explodes to the glass, runners up rimming, good! But they'll see a foul on the floor before the shot. So possession, Michaelka, they'll have some free throws. Nope, we're not in a one-on-one yet. And substitution, it is Sawatsky returning. And Williams taking a chair for the Red Hawks. Inbounds, Yohee will trigger the inbounds, looking inside under the basket. It's an outlet for Sicario Thomas. Travels with it. Boy, there were some dandy head fakes. Yeah. But the cavemen just getting a bit sloppy with some of their possessions here, and that is the third unforced turnover.
1: Yeah, they got, you know, they got a three-point lead, but it's like they left four points on the table, uh, which would really change the momentum of this game right now. Hill inbounds to Sawatsky gives it
0: to Bechtel. Bechtel races through the center circle at a minute, 33rd quarter, 38-35, Mishawaka leading. Bechtel dribble, kicks it out. Left wing, three ball, Worthman in a foul. Worth, but that's about the first time he's missed a three-pointer tonight. He has <laughs> been really, really good from Treyland. And the, free thro- or the uh, three-point miss and a rebounding foul called on Goshen. I think they're going to call it on right. Sawatzky, too. You are correct. His second. So Swatski with two. Team with six. Mishawaka with three fouls here in period number three. And a minute 23 to go into third period. Mishawaka possession leading by a tray. And they'll roll it inbounds. Devon Parker will do the honors to Trent Johnson. Johnson now races it out to the right side. Fakes the handoff. Now gives it away on the back door to Yohee. Dribble drive. Gives it to Devon Parker, who bobbled it. Saved the possession. Out to Trent Johnson. Johnson faking. Dribble entry. Pull up 16-footer off the rim. Wide right. Herringer goes up for the rebound. And he got pushed, but they're going to say he did some pushing. Oh, man. His body went flying the opposite direction that he jumped. But the officials are going to say that he pushed off in the process too. I'm not sure I saw that one, but <laughs> no kidding. They did not give me a whistle for my birthday nor Christmas. So I <laughs> so they, they won't let me bloody whistles up here. Inbounds. Red Hawks with a minute to go third quarter. Trailing by three with possession. 38-35. Bechtel up the floor. Looks left corner. Finds it to Workman. Outside of floor. Back to Bechtel once more, down to 50 seconds. Backs up against the man-to-man of Trent Johnson. Bechtel slices in the lane, kicks it outside. Three ball, Sawatzky misses. Weak side rebound, Trent Johnson, 42 seconds. He'll push up the floor, puts on the brakes right corner. Now a switch off defensively. And Trent Johnson, meanwhile, will switch up and reset the offense. 32 seconds. Third quarter, Caveman 38. Goshen 35 is our score. Trent Johnson will just hold the basketball with the right-handed dribble, just kind of leaning over right near the mid-court stripe. Ron Hacklinski up off the K-band bench will now orchestrate the offense, saying "Go!" 15 seconds. Johnson works to the center circle. Now tops to the ring. Back at nine seconds. Down to seven. Johnson faking, dribbling, jumping, shooting, missing off left side. Rebound tapped up by Herring. rebound. Yohee, loose ball scramble. Goshen comes up with it, but there's the horn. So the Red Hawks come up with a nice defensive stance on the final possession of the quarter, but Mishawaka will go to the quarter break leaning by a tray. Our score after three in a defensive struggle from the Maple City. Mishawaka 38, Goshen 35. Fourth quarter play-by-play next at 96-1. WSBT, the sports leader. We turn the pitch to quarter number four along with Vince D'Addario. I'm Brian Miller. Our first two final scores of the night have come across the U.S. On-Crafters scoreboard. We'll detail those a little bit to tell you that Elkhart and Northridge are high school basketball winners on this Friday eve. All to the possession arrow for the host Redhawks, who trailed at 38-35, Came in with Johnson, Thomas, Herringer, Yohee, and Yvonne Parker on the floor. Back to dribbles threads the needle. Out right side, three ball launch, three ball missed by Sawatzky, tapped up, tapped up, tapped up, no by Worthman. and saved by the caveman and Sicario Thomas. And to work hard for that rebound. Caveman on the push, They'll work it right side, right corner, baseline right, it is Devon Parker. Back out center floor to Tread Johnson, just in the way here in period four, 38, 35, Mitchell by three, Mitchell by five with the dribble drive. Devon Parker dishes to Maddox-Joey for a nice strong move to the glass. Using the left side with two hands, and Yohe know, has his first points of the game. And they look to add to this K-band advantage with a free throw for the old-fashioned three-point play try. And the K-band will bring Brendan Williams, working with three fouls back in. He'll sub in for the freshman, Tommy Herringer.
1: Well, it was a great drive to the basket, or a, a, a great uh, advance to the basket by Yohe, and a great find by Johnson on that one. Free throw for Yohe. His first
0: try tonight makes it 41-35. Caveman lead, is six, their biggest. Yohe through, check that. Bechtel rather through the center circle, picked up by the defense and Trent Johnson outside the Hill, catching, shooting from three, launched it, missed it, rebound Bechtel, out to Hill, he'll launch again, buries
2: it.
1: Can't give a kid like Hill second chance opportunities because, Especially that open. Man, I'll tell you what, we know what he averages a game and he's getting close to that, he's got 16 already. And a timeout taken by Ron Heklinski and the Mishawaka
0: Cavemen. They're going to take a 30-second break. We will, too. 6.47 to play fourth quarter. Mishawaka leading 41-38. We break for this on WSBT Radio. Back here after the 30-second timeout taken by Ron Heklinski. One thing for sure, do not be misled by this Goshen 5-9 record of 1-3 in the NLC. They have battled and battled hard. They've had some tough losses about the time you think Mr. Walker might be trying to take advantage yeah. uh, of a little surge and, and taking control of this basketball game Goshen just keeps hanging around hanging around and that was evident last Friday in the double overtime loss to Northwood down the Panther pit they trailed 14-3 after one and by 12 at halftime it still found a way to make it a ball game now the K-men work it down on the inside but it's knocked and stolen away by the Goshen defense It is Hogan. Hogan up the floor, rifles to the basket with a good off the dribble move to the left side. And he gets bumped and fouled. He misses a shot, but he'll shoot a couple of free throws.
1: Well, now they're going to say it was on the floor, believe it or not. no way.
0: Yeah. Well, break for the caveman.
1: It was uh, called by the official that was furthest away from the play, but he said it was on the floor. Drew Hogan
0: with that dribble penetration. The foul on Devon Parker inbounds. And the quick... Jump shot by Jordan Williams. He is bumped and fouled. Actually, not Jordan Williams, but actually number 24, Gage Worthman. I thought it was 34, but 24 instead. And possession. Oh
1: man. So we got a foul, and of course, as Tom Brendan Williams it's going to be his fourth foul of the ball game, and it's going to send Bechtel to the line. I'm sorry, I can't even do it either. Worthman is going to the line. See, you've been
0: hanging around me too much, Evan. It's 6'14 to go fourth quarter. The free throw. As Williams picks up foul number four, he will take a chair. Gonna save him for the right spot here in this uh, crunch time of the fourth quarter. Tommy Herringer, who's had some good minutes tonight, checks back in. Second free throw off the rim, no good. Worth but missing the second opportunity. Did he miss the first one? He did, so okay. it's still a three-point ball game at 41-38. Rebound to the K-Men and Sicario Thompson. Thomas to Yohi, Yohee to Johnson. Johnson at six minutes, fourth quarter, with the basketball. Draws the double team. Ooh, drugged the pivot foot, but no travel. Outlets to Devon Parker. Bounce pass underneath the basket to Tommy Herringer. But they're going to say, oh, they're going to say the Goshen defender knocked the ball away. Herringer was really tied up. Nope. And they will change the ruling and give possession to Goshen. That was the right call. I agree. Herringer got tied up down there with muscling up, but not one, but two defenders. And the ball went errantly right past him. So a turnover, Mr. Walker gives it at 5:50 to play, fourth quarter, two Goshen trailing by three at 41:38. They've been a good th- three-point shooting team, though. Bechtel, Hogan, Hogan works it around the circle with a runner off the lane, up and in. Nice move by Drew Hogan, who almost bobbled and lost the ball on the dribble entry, but maintained control and his poise and put it up and in. Yeah,
1: a One-point game. That was a that was a heady and that was a, a heady play, and a, you can tell he's a three-year starter. That that was uh, that was impressive, putting the team on his shoulders.
0: It is Trent Johnson tries to slide into the middle of the defense and gets bumped and fouled by Isaac
1: Sawatsky. That's gonna be three on Sowatsky. I think at this, this point with only five minutes team. left, you're gonna leave him on the floor. One of
0: two seniors on this Goshen roster at 520 to play. It's 41-40. Caitman <laughs> largest lead has been six. But they now have a, just a one-point cushion and the free throw by Trent Ooh. Johnson. Wow, that's only a bounce you see on the home gym or the home rims as off Trent I missed that one rather ugly. Yeah, And it catapulted straight in the air and swish. <laughs> you're living right when that happens. Yeah, you know that. Really kidding. Trent Johnson's living right right now with a 22.3 point per game average. Averaging... Seven and a half rebounds per contest. Misses his free throw. Sequoia
1: oh, Thomas oh,
0: oh. with a great rebound, but they're going to say he went over the
1: back. Wow! I don't know about that one. I don't think he went over the back. Look, looked like he went straight up for that one. He just out jumped man his counterpart. That's a, that's a tough one because that was a heck of a rebound, and he was getting ready to put that right back up for a two, which would have made it a two-possession lead. And now you're putting Goshen on the uh, free-throw line for a one-on-one opportunity. That was the seventh foul against the Cavens.
0: Sicario Thomas's second. Man. And at the free-throw line, it is sophomore Quinn Bechtel. Bechtel 0 for 1 at the free-throw line. Has two baskets for four points. He averages 7.8 per contest. Bechtel's free-throw is nothing but net. He's 20 for 30 on the season, for 67% at the stripe, and we're in a one-point ball game again at 42-41. Trent Johnson hit the first of two opportunities a minute ago, and then the rebound was whistled out a foul by Sicario Thomas and Beckle this time. Bounces, 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 and finds the basket with the very soft touch, and we're knotted at 42. 5.17 to play. Yohi will walk it up the floor as Goshen will pack it back into the zone defense. Yohi works it right side, tries to dribble and force himself into the lane area, but he's caught off there by Hill. Outlets it back on the lob, to Trent Johnson. Not many fans here tonight, mostly families and parents, and they're making some noise. Trent Johnson dribbles the left of the lane. Runner too strong. Off the rim, no. Tapped up, no. Rebound Johnson. He'll chase it down, but it went out of bounds. Touch last by
1: Goshen. Trent Johnson just could not get that one to fall. Well, and I tell you what, Mishawaka had a lot of opportunities in the pick and roll, but they're just not seeing the roll. Goshen has a tendency to go with the dribbler, uh, and they'll double-team the dribbler, and they'll leave the roller wide open, but Mishawaka just isn't seeing it yet to this point. Inbounds. Yohe will trigger it in wing left. Outside the up to Trent Johnson. He'll dribble, penetrate,
0: now steps back on Bechtel, fires up an air ball, miss. Rebound, up Thomas, jump saves it out to Parker. Parker with a great pass to Yohee. He'll dribble the free throw line and swish with a runner. Big basket dramatics, Yohee. His fifth point, all those here in the fourth quarter. And Mishawaka's advantage is 44 42. We break yet another tie. Bechtel against the defense of Trent Johnson. Outlets it to Worthman. Worthman now gives it up. to Hogan, wow, there was mighty, mighty collision there. He ran over two people. But one of two is Maddox
1: Yohi, who is not set. Oh, and they're going to call. They're actually going to call that foul on Parker. He oh wow! Parker. Nice. Is wow,
0: Devon Parker's second foul. His first sets early in the game, and free throws upcoming here for Goshen. The one and the bonus for Drew Hogan, who is two for four now, three for five at the free throw line. Seventy-one percent on the season is he and his team. Caveman lead is one. Now we are tied once again. 4-17 to play, it's getting down to nail biting time here in the Maple City. Tied up, 44 all. First place on the line in the Northern Lakes Conference. And of course the other big game has Northwood at Warsaw. Both those teams with one loss in league play. Deep left point, Devon Parker at four minutes to play in the fourth period. Sicario Thomas dribbles right side, puts on the brakes side to Devon Parker, takes a three, goes to Yohe, left side to Johnson, Trent Johnson, center forward to Yohe, gets a screen, works it right side, and gets a blocking foul defensively by Gage Worthman for Goshen, that'll be his fourth, I do believe. That is correct, if they call it on him. Yep, Yep, sure did. So Worthman's fourth. Sawatsky with three. Those are the only two Redhawks who were in foul troubles. Brandon Williams is truly the only caveman in foul troubles. He has four. He's currently on the bench. And maddox Yohe will step to the free throw line, looking here for free throws, one and a bonus. And now they're going to change basketballs for the proper COVID protocol. And now Devon Parker come over and Whispers a word or two of some sort of message or encouragement to Maddox Yohi, although Parker had just been over in front of the K-Man bench. And the front end of the one-on-one is missed by Yohei, Missed it badly. Yeah, real short. Rebound, Goshen. We're not at 44 all at 335 to play. It is Hogan. Faking left, going right, strong to the glass. Ready, scoop layup is good. Drew Hogan with his fourth field goal and his 13th point. 46-44 with 3.20 to play. Trent Johnson will walk it patiently up the floor now. Johnson sets the offense now, working up against a Goshen man-to-man defense. They've done a lot of changing and switching on defenses tonight. Johnson finds a hole, works in the glass, left hand with the right side up and good. Nice move by Trent Johnson, despite drawing the double team under the basket, the little mini jumper was big to tie this game again at 46, just under three minutes to play. Hogan faking, turning, great spin move, spins in the lane, runners up and good. Drew Hogan with his third, fourth quarter field goal, and it's 48-46 Goshen. 2.40 to play. Fred Johnson will walk it up the floor, runs over to the right side in front of the K-band bench, gives it down to Devon Parker. Parker back to Yohee. Yohi, Yo-hi at top of the circle, and Mike, little screen there, and now we will get a timeout taken. Nicholas Mark will get the sound of timeout. Howled in is here by veteran coach Ron Heklinski. So a timeout will be taken with 2.31 to play here in the fourth quarter. It is nail-biting time in the Maple City. Can Goshen pull the upset? The 5-9 Red Hawks. They lead the 9-1 caveman. 48-46, two and a half minutes to play. We break for this timeout. Message on WSBT. Let's get some updates for you. Final scores on the U.S. Science Crafters scoreboard from the Northern Lakes Conference. Concord at home has come from behind to defeat C 40-36. Over in Middlebury, Northridge absolutely demolishes Plymouth 89-49. In the Northern Indiana Conference, big home win for Clay, their first league win in the NIC. They beat Bremen 63-45. And Elkhart handles Jimtown on the road in Bogota Township 68-53. Those all finals on the U.S. Crafter School Board. So after the timeout by Ron Heklinski, his club down by two with the basketball. And again, Goshen continually changing up the defenses. Now a zone, 2-1-2, kind of a rotating 2-3 look. Brendan Williams in the free throw circle. Ball knocked away, retained by Trent Johnson. Goes
1: strong to the glass, up and good with the right hand on the left side. What? Big move by Trent Johnson. I feel like this is a uh, anything you can do, I can do better between uh, Johnson and Hogan right now.
0: Just under two minutes to play. Hogan, hands, Hill, steps back, fires the three, up, no. Big rebound in the air for Sicario Thomas. He could jump
1: out of the gym. Well, there's no doubt about that, and uh, I'll tell you what, that was not the shot that Plymouth wanted there. That, you can tell Hill's a young kid. With less than two minutes to go, you don't really want that deep, deep three. Uh, you want to take some time off the clock and get a better shot than that.
0: Trent Johnson with
1: the basketball
0: at 90 seconds to play with his team knotted 48 all versus Goshen. Now Maddox-Yohi works for the screen. Looks right side. Ooh, just a little jump pass to Trent Johnson. Almost eluded him, but he'll save the possession. hashmark Ryan. Goshen stretching out
1: that matchup zone right now. I, you know, well, Without, uh, sorry about that, Brian. No, no, you're good. I was gonna say without a without a uh, shot clock, I have no problem with them taking the last shot. Here.
0: Williams back underneath the basket finds Trent Johnson, who had gotten away from his defenders, put it up and in. That was a great inside yeah. entry pass by Brendan Williams, and it's 50, 48 came in with 52 seconds to go. Here comes Hogan. Hogan up the floor, dribbles to the left point, little. Crossover, dribble entry now. Smart defense Picks up up the defense, or picks up the dribble rather. And with that switch of the defense, a timeout forced by Michael Wolford and the Goshen Redhawks. So 43 seconds to go. We will take a timeout with our score. 43 seconds left, Mishawaka 50, Goshen 48. Someone's gonna earn a hard-earned NLC win here tonight. We'll be the Cavemen for their 10th in a row, or can Goshen get win number six? We'll tell you when we come back, 43 seconds to go. 50-48. Men on WSBT. For update for you on the U.S. Sidecrafter Crafters scoreboard. How about this one over New Carlisle? Mike Bauer, head coach at New First. Did a great job this year. His Cougars with 20 seconds to go. Wow. On the home court. Leads South Bend St. Joe. 56-55. Of course, Mike Bauer had some pretty successful times as a head coach
1: of the South Bend Parochial School there. Yeah, no doubt about it. He coached... Uh, uh, JR. when he was a freshman. I remember he was the head coach when that group was were freshmen.
0: And now Mark Johnson's club trying to find a way on the road to beat the Cougars. Good one there. Good one here. Two minutes to go or rather two-point deficit and a 32-second count on the clock. And Hill with a little baseline dribble drive. Deacon Hill against a
1: triple team. Yeah, again, not the greatest shot. That's not... I, I guarantee you that is not what uh, Goshen's head coach drew up over there in that huddle.
0: Substitution, Noah Alford will sub in. Zachary Subera will sub in. They've only seen very brief minutes here so far yeah. tonight. And they're gonna go with a defensive full court press right now. Back court, maddox he will trigger. Gets it into Trent Johnson. Johnson is bumped, Oh, and the ball rolls off his leg out of bounds, but Bechtel hacked him. And at 29 seconds, two point ball game. Caveman lead. We'll walk to the other end. We'll take the 65 foot stroll to the other end and shoot some free throws. 29.4 tenths seconds remaining. 50-48, Capeman. I'll tell you what,
1: these two free throws are huge. You could extend it to a two possession game and with less than 30 seconds to go, two possessions is a pretty tall order for Goshen. Quinn Bechtel's foul was his third. A free throw by Trent Johnson is good. He went one or two
0: just moments ago in this fourth quarter. Now the offensive, defense, and substitutions. You'll see Sawatsky. And Gage Worthman working with four fouls. Come back on the court. 29.4 seconds. This is a three-point game, 51-48. Big free throw here. Free throw up. Free throw off the rim. No good. Rebound by Goship. Controlled by Gage Worthman. Three-point ball game with 25 ticks. Up the floor, Hogan. Hogan down the lane. Slices to the defender. Put up off the rim. No, but he draws the foul. Drew Hogan has earned a whole lot of respect
1: from this broadcaster tonight. He is a gamer. Well, I'll tell you what. Drew Hogan has been super successful driving to his right. That is where he's had all of his success. The last time down the floor uh, Trent Johnson took away his right and that's when Goshen called timeout. This time Drew Hogan got a step on him, was able to drive right, ends up picking up the foul. So free throws upcoming. I'm not sure what the... Why, why are people upset here?
0: I think they were wondering who was allowed in the lane and who was not after they'd started out. And Hogan goes for the two-shot free throw, misses the first one. That's a big miss. Substitution, again, the offensive-defensive switches with Alfred and Subera checking in. And Sawatsky and Worthman checking out. 20.4 seconds. It's a three-point ball game. 51-48, Caveman. Second free throw off the mark, no good. Rebounded, Sicario Thomas. Outlets it to Williams. Williams, double-team, triple-team, and reached in and just kind of arm tackle by Noah Alford. But they'll say simply a reach-in foul that will force us to walk to the other end of the floor, and... Shoot some free throws. K-Better in the double bonus after that 10th right. foul against Goshen, so certainly there's not as much pressure, and with the three-point lead, you can right. add to that advantage, but certainly you can take the lead from three up to five. 15.6 seconds to go, and
1: Brendan Williams, who hit two for two back in quarter, number two, hits the front of the rim and well short, no good. Well, and Williams has been stuck on that 10-point uh, mark for at least two 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 and a half quarters uh up to this point and now uh <laughs> coach is gonna ice his own guy so we're gonna burn a timeout he wants him to forget that last <laughs> throw.
0: <little food laughs> no doubt that's why he's the hall of famer there you 15 go 15 seconds to go fourth quarter caveman nursing a three-point lead 51-48 timeout caveman will break for this on wspt fans and proud sponsor of Mishawaka High School Sports on the radio is Kevin Grazier and the team at BSN Sports. BSN supplies uniforms and team apparel for several area high schools including your cavemen. If your team wants to look good, call Kevin Grazier at 229-7999. BSN Sports, proud to be the exclusive provider of Under Armour uniforms for your Mishawaka cavemen. So after the Ron Heklinski timeout, back to the free throw line now. Brendan Williams who missed the front end of two tries moments ago will step back to the line with his squad leading, 51-48. Three-point K-Man lead with 15 seconds to play. Second free throw of two. The softball nails the free throw. See, the coach knew that he needed there that timeout. And the lead is four. How big is that free throw? Bechtel races up the floor, gives to Hogan. Hogan will step back and fire the tray, misses badly on the air ball, rebound to Yohe, and he's immediately bumped and fouled with seven seconds to play. Couple of quick score updates for you on the U.S. Sign scoreboard. We mentioned earlier winners tonight in the NLC were Northridge and Concord. In the NIC, South Adams a winner. They defeat John Glenn 64-47. We mentioned earlier Elkhart, a big win on the road by 15 points at Jimtown. Bremen and Clay duking it out on the north side of South Bend. Clay was the victor. And with six seconds to go, New Prairie at home nursing a one-point lead on South Bend St. Joe. That score still 56-55. All those updates on the U.S. Seinfrafter School Board and our entire post-game report will bring you all the area scores and more coming up with Matt Embry as we wrap up the post-game show right here. But first, Caveman lead of four. Caveman lead is still four. His Maddox show he rattles the free throw in and out. No good. So the Cavemen have been a bit inconsistent at the Charity Stripe here in this fourth quarter as they missed four fourth quarter free throws. Seven seconds to go. Mishawaka 52, Goshen 48 free throw. This one is good. By Maddox Shohey. His six point topside runner, three ball Hogan launches, misses Sicario Thomas, gets the rebound, and the final second will elapse off the clock. And the Cavemen of Mishawaka escape with a huge NIC run win here at
1: Goshen. Final score, 53-49. Yeah, that was a heck of a game because, you know, obviously once the game started, you you can tell, and we've seen with with the scoring of of Goshen, they're never out of the game. They're they're always a possession or two in there. And, you know, they came out confident in the first quarter, built a big lead, and they never went away. I, I said this to you in the break. Every time Mishawaka seemed to take some momentum and take the lead, Here comes Goshen with with, with a a key three or a key drive uh, by Hogan or whatever the case may be. They were never out of this game, that's for sure. A gutsy effort by the Goshen Redhawks. Comes
0: up five points shy. Mishawaka gets their 10th win in a row, their 10th win of the season, and they improve to 4-0. Front runners in the Northern Lakes Conference. Vince and I invite you to stay tuned. Our post game show is coming up next where we'll check scoring, statistics, and more. And of course, we will have updates for you as other final scores come in on the U.S. Seinfeld scoreboard. But a dandy tonight in Northern Lakes Conference Basketball, the first of three straight NLC road games for the Cavemen. They had to work extra hard for this road win. Mishawaka wins 53-48. We're back with the post-game show after this two-minute timeout on Sports Radio 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader.
1: Welcome. This is the Mishawaka Cavemen post-game show on Sports Radio 96.1 WSBT.
0: But he'll save the possession. Ashmar Wright, Goshen stretching out that matchup zone right now.
1: I, you, you know, know he, with, without uh, sorry about that, no, Brian. No, good. I was gonna say without a without a uh, shot clock, I have no problem with them taking the last shot. Here.
0: Williams back underneath the basket finds Trent Johnson, who had gotten away from his defenders, put it up and in. That was a great inside yeah. entry pass by Brendan Williams, and it's 50-48 came in with fifty-two seconds to go. And welcome to our post-game show here from one WSBT, the sports leader, back to Goshen High School with Vince Daddario. I'm Brian Miller. That 48-48 tie that was broke there on that play on that little Good inside-outside feed by Brendan Williams, who had a great ball game tonight. Had some foul troubles that limited his play late in the uh, second half. But went to the money man, Trent Johnson, who worked so hard to get open outside and on the wings and with those nice, soft little pull-up two-point jumpers. But that time, found a way to work his way and sneak through the defense. That was a big, big basket that gave the K-man that 50-48 lead. They would add some... Free throws down the stretch with Maddox, Yohi, Trent Johnson, and Brendan Williams each hitting one of two on their three trips to the stripe. And Goshen, just not enough firepower down the stretch. But what a gutsy, gutsy effort by this 5-9 Redskin club that does fall to 5-10 on the season. Michael Wolford has nothing to be ashamed of with this ball club. They could shoot the ball and uh, just a little more strength on the inside and I think just a little bit better experience and decision making and uh, they they probably would have won this basketball game.
1: Well, and I think you nailed it right there. I think it was, uh, I think the youth kind of bit them uh, in th- this time around but again, the youth uh, of this team is what got them the lead in the first place in the first quarter but I think it hurt them towards the end in some of those possessions with a couple of rush shots so, uh, you know <laughs> you, you take some, you give some right? I mean, when you have young guys on the floor like that, uh, but I'll tell you what Uh, To me, what I'm going to take away from this game was the play uh, of the two senior leaders. One for uh, Mishawaka and Trent Johnson. What he was able to do down the stretch, 15 points in the second half. He only had 11 uh, at halftime. And uh, and Hogan for, for Goshen, the way he really tried to put the team on his shoulders. And he may have led the comeback if it wasn't for a couple of rush shots by the younger guys. I'll tell you what. I was very, very impressed with his poise uh down the stretch and what he was able to do to keep this Red Hawk team in the ballgame. 53-48 the final score. Our storyline tonight saw Goshen get off to a red hot start.
0: Appropriate for the Red Hawks, of course. There you go. A red hot start. Goshen led 16-8. After one-quarter play in the second period, the Cavemen got uh, a big offensive performance from Trent Johnson and some good inside play from Tommy Heringer that helped spearhead the come-from-behind effort to take that eight-point deficit and turn it into a 26-26 tie at halftime by outscoring the Redhawks 18-10 in that period. The Cavemen then whittled that tie up to a three-point lead at the end of three, and they would win it by five. But it was not without some... uh, very tense moments in this basketball game they led at 38-35 after 3 and would win it 53 Forty-eight. Vince, any uh, numbers you want to throw our way, or any other thoughts?
1: Yeah, sure. So uh, Goshen shot forty percent from the field, while Mishawaka was forty-nine percent. Was uh, pretty solid uh, for them from three-point range. Uh, Goshen was thirty-eight percent, while Mishawaka was two of six, uh, which is thirty-three uh, percent. So not a lot of shots from beyond the arc for Mishawaka. They did their damage in the paint. They dominated that area, thirty to sixteen on the night. They also dominated the boards, thirty-three to twenty-one. Second chance points also won by Mishawaka, seven to five. Points uh, off turnovers actually won by Goshen, fourteen to eleven. Mishawaka had fourteen turnovers. Goshen had thirteen. Some individual scoring first for uh, the home team, uh, the Goshen Redhawks. Uh, Hill, the, the young sophomore, had sixteen points on the night. Hogan, the senior, had fifteen. Uh, Worthman, freshman, had nine points on the night, all from beyond the arc. Uh, Quinn Bechtel had six points tonight rounding out the scoring for Goshen. Uh, Weiss had two points on the night. For the victorious Mishawaka caveman, Trent Johnson led all scorers. He had 26 tonight. 15 of those came in the second half. He was 11 of 20 from the field, 2 of 4 from beyond the arc, only 2 of 4 from the free throw line. 12 of his points came from the paint. Brendan Williams... Had 11 points tonight, 4 of 6 from the field, 3 of 4 from the free-throw line. Maddox-Yohi, 2 of 7 from the field, 2 of 4 from the free-throw line. He had 6. Let's see, Devon Parker, 2 of 4 from the field. He had 4 points on the night. Sicario Thomas had 3 points, 1 from the free-throw line, 1 from the field. Uh, Tommy Herringer had one basket and one free throw so he also had three points on the night where both teams actually struggled tonight brian was from the free throw line uh you know we talked about goshen coming into this game shooting 71 percent they were only 46 percent from the free throw line tonight and Six a of a five-point ball
0: game that's got to really drive not, you crazy that's
1: exactly right and, and mishawaka wasn't a whole lot better they were 56 percent From the free throw line, 9 of 16. So to be honest with you, the way they both team shot free throws, this game could have gone either way
0: k men Escape with a tough road win. Then certainly going back to last Saturday's pregame conversation with Ron Heklinski talking about protecting the home floor in the NLC. Sure. Or any conference. And you know, he was also referring to his days back in the North Central Conference, and for that matter, the NIC as well with the Northern Indiana Conference. But at life in the NLC, when you've got seven opponents to play in an eight team league, well, certainly with seven games, you're going to have a four to three advantage yeah. or a three-four disadvantage for home and away. But when you home games and steal at least one or two on the road and let the chips fall from where they, you know, I guess where they may. Mishawaka gets a big road win. This is the first of three straight on the road in the NLC because next up will be Warsaw next Thursday. That will be an absolute war down at the Tiger Den. And then on Saturday, a week from tomorrow afternoon, there will be a matinee special at Concord High School at uh, McEwen Gym. The Minutemen, this was a game that was supposed to be been played back on December 18th. That was postponed due to some COVID issues with the Concord program at the time. But now with the rescheduled date on Saturday... It's an afternoon game because, obviously, next week is girls' sexual will right, be the
1: championship. Week. It will be
0: championship night, so a lot of boys' games or matinee specials that day. But, again, the first of three on the road came in. Take care of business. It was not necessarily pretty at times, but they went at 53 48 again, getting their 10th win in a row. They improved to 4 0 in the NLC. And again, next Thursday night, they'll be at Warsaw to take on the Tigers. We'll have all the action right here on 96 1 WSBT, the sports leader. Got to also mention, because uh, as we kind of alluded to, that was the uh, official, you know, that you like that smooth re uh, yeah, so reentry girls basketball sectional next week. We'll have coverage right here on the radio at WSBT with uh, Cavemen playing Tuesday night at 8 o'clock versus South Bend Riley. It'll be the uh, Lady Cavemen and Cats getting together for yeah. the second meeting. They had a one-point yeah. barn burner back earlier in December at the Cave. Cavemen came up on the short end of that, Hope to turn the tide against Katie Booker's Cats, and then it will be Adams waiting the wings for the winner of that game on Friday in the semifinals. The rest of the bracket, the upper half of the bracket, if you will, has 10-9 and 9 Laporte against 11-8 and 8 Plymouth. Those are the records of the two teams going into the week, but the Slicers and the Pilgrims will play in the opener Tuesday at 5.30. They will then clear the gym and allow the fans for Game 2 and the staffs for Game 2 to enter. Riley Mishawaka will play in Game 2 at the Cave. Mishawaka, of course, the host in this Class 4A girls basketball sectional. And then the semifinal waiting in the opening, bra- or the upper bracket, rather, is Michigan City. The Wolves under Mike Megacy will bring a 10-5 and record into uh, the re- the rest of this week. But they will play the winner of LaPorte and Plymouth. And then all the upper bracket winners and the lower bracket survivors will get together on Saturday night, February the 6th, for the championship. And as far as the uh, K-Men are concerned, each night they play, we'll have coverage right here on WSBT, Sean Stiers and Mr. Myself? Mr. Vince D'Addario. Yes, sir we'll have all the play-by-play so looking forward to girls hoop next week we're looking forward to boys hoop next week as well so it should be a uh, a great week of high school basketball ron heklinski's club we said this a couple of weeks ago vince coach hex club has found different ways to yeah. win they've scored 78 points a couple of times to win games they've scored four times in the 60s to win basketball games they won 57 45 last saturday uh, versus Northridge and a couple of times this year they've scored in that 50 and 40 range uh, like at Plymouth back January 8th and here tonight they went at 53-48 so they are capable of winning basketball games not just in one storyline but in uh, a variety of ways and certainly that bodes well as they get deeper into the um, now the month of February and the NLC
1: schedule. Well, yeah, and there's no question and, and yeah, the utilization of the bench has, always, has been key all year long and uh, I guess this year really more than ever you got to make sure that your bench uh, can do some good things because you just absolutely never know from one day to the next when you're going to lose somebody. And uh, so the, I think the cavemen are in really good shape as far as that's concerned. I mean, heck, you don't even know when you're going to lose your coach. So uh, I think. Walk is in great shape on both fronts uh, with the way that they've been playing so far this season.
0: Speaking of depth, certainly the Cavemen played tonight without the services of Mookie Ward, nursing a knee injury that he suffered last week. Uh, Mookie Ward uh, certainly had some quality minutes as a sophomore off the bench this year, big minutes against Northridge uh, last week. Saturday night. Sicario Thomas, we talked about him with Coach Heklinski in the pregame show. But he, while he had just three points offensively tonight, he had a good ball game he and, did. He, and brings just a special bit of athleticism for great rebounding. He averages about three and a half boards per contest for rebounding and defense. And certainly he was a big part of the effort here tonight on the road. But Cayman get a big win. They've won 10 in a row. And now they will, uh, will continue to control their own destiny in the NLC because with this win, they maintain first place in the standings. Northwood and Warsaw, Duke and out. We'll get an update on that game and all the scores around the area on the U.S. Crafter scoreboard. But the winner between the Panthers and Tigers down at the Tiger Den, they will be in sole possession of second place. Although Concord looming at three and one, just a half game behind Northridge with their big win against Plymouth tonight, they're three and two in the league. While we we'll see Goshin each with one win apiece, and the uh, Pilgrims right now having their struggles, they've lost seven games in a row after tonight's thumping down in Middlebury. But that just about wraps things up. We want to remind you, a proud sponsor of high school sports here, the radio WSBT is Jays crunchers potato chips add some real crunch to your next party hey that big game's coming up on february 7th stock up on jay's crunchers at your local grocer and we want to thank them for being a sponsor of high school sports here at the radio at wspt busy week next week girls basketball on tuesday we'll have the action right here around 7 45 with an approximate eight o'clock tip off and then certainly next week next thursday we'll be on the air here with these K Men boys at uh, warsaw looking forward to head down to the tiger down and uh, the Tiger Town to the Tiger Den and uh, <laughs> seeing that. Uh, we used you know, the nickname we used to have on the radio. Yeah. For the Tiger Den. Okay. When Al Rhodes was the head coach. And this is no disrespect cooking <laughs> going on down there. Yeah, let me just tell well. You. But, that that uh,
1: happens uh, on the other end of Mishawaka nowadays. So, Mishawaka, <laughs> they get the big win tonight. No home cooking. They were on the road to get this one. Vince, any final thoughts? No, you know what? I I love watching this team. And at a 10-game win streak, it's nothing to sneeze at. And you're right. They have found different ways uh, to scratch out these wins. And uh, none of them have been easy. And you know what? If I'm a head coach, I love it because they're not easy. But they're still coming out on top. When you get to tournament time, that is what's going to make the difference.
0: No doubt about this. When these two teams get to the postseason, they're both going to look for their 10th sectional championship. Certainly Goshen in that Elkhart sectional with Elkhart, Penn, Northridge, Warsaw, Concord will be uh, certainly an underdog. But what we saw tonight, they can play with anybody. While the Cayman will look for their first sectional since 1986. It's certainly the more they play and the more wins they stack up, the the more they hope to be a big part of that uh, sectional. Certainly Adams, who was victorious tonight, oh, yeah. has to be the favorite going into the postseason. But again... It's anybody's ball game yep. when you get to the postseason. A lot of fun tonight. We'll see you next week. No, absolutely. Vince D'Addario with our color commentary and statistical help. Matt Embry is standing by at our WSBT studios with one final recap on the U.S. School scoreboard. Big wins tonight for the K-Men JVers and the K-Men Varsity. Mishawaka Varsity beats Goshen here in the Maple City 53-48. Special thanks to Matt Embry for spinning the dials back at our WSBT studios. He can hear me because he's standing about 40 feet from me to Larry Kissinger, the athletic director at Goshen High, for his hospitality and all their technical help getting us on the air this evening. But a big road win for the caveman. Fans, until next time, for all of us here, thanks for tuning in. This has been Mishawaka Caveman Basketball presented by Midland Engineering 96-1, WSBT, the sports leader.
2: Matt Embree in the U.S. Sign Crafter Studios where Mishawaka has made it 10 victories in a row as they defeat the Goshen Redhawks. Another tight game, but they get the victory nonetheless. 53-48 the final score. Mishawaka now ten and one on the season. Next up for them will be a trip to Warsaw on Thursday. Scoreboard show U.S. Signcrafters from custom signage and graphic needs to installation and service. U.S. Signcrafters has you covered. All of these games have gone final. Let's start in the Northern Lakes Conference. It has just gone final at the Tiger Den. Warsaw holds off Northwood tonight, 47-42. Northridge, no problems with Plymouth. 89-49, Northridge wins this contest. Concord comes from behind after trailing for most of the game. They defeat Wawasi, 40-36. And South Bend play as we take a look at the NIC scoreboard. Their first win of the season in conference. They hold off Freeman 63-45. Elkhart led all the way against Jimtown on the road, winning 68-53. Riley, no problems with Penn. It's been a very frustrating season for Al Rose and company and the Kingsmen. Riley gets the victory 78-54 tonight on the south side of South Bend. South Bend John Adams undefeated 15-0 now on the season as they hold off John Glenn 64-47. Big matchup though for Chad Johnston and company coming up tomorrow as they make the trip to the Circle City to take on Indianapolis Warren Central, a battle of top 10 teams in the recent Class 4A AP poll. Adams at number 5, Warren Central at number 10. They battle Tomorrow afternoon in Indianapolis. Also, a final score in New Carlisle, New Prairie. What a season they've had so far. They pull off the upset against South Bend St. Joe 59 to 58. And Marriott, another victory for them on senior night as they hold off Washington by a count of 58 to 39. We should also mention on our sister station, Z94-3. An overtime winner for Paul Statsny. Notre Dame Hockey gets the victory over Penn State in Happy Valley by count of 3-2. A lot of programming on our Midwest Family South Bend stations over the next several days. We'll look at that. We'll also take a quick look through the scores once again and some other notables in college basketball and elsewhere. You are listening to the U.S. Sign Factors Scoreboard Show following Mishawaka's 53-48 win over Goshen on 96.1 Sports Radio WSBT and online at WSBTradio.com.